Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, welcome to the call. It's American Liberties, and and today is, uh, it is Wednesday, somewhere around the... Uh, I don't know what what day is it today. The twenty seventh, and uh, getting towards the end of June, and we got a new Supreme Court justice is going to be named, and we're we're going to watch the Democrats, you know, uh, kick and scream and yell and all this. Let me go ahead and block it the chat, and then I'll. I'll Leash everybody that uh, I recognize, of course. And um, but I, uh, b- before I get Dave on, I haven't brought him in yet. I, I just want to say that uh, uh, Noble Eight is in its final little sewing its patches, whatever it needs to get up and running so we can start paying and collecting. And we are now have real close to 30,000 people totally in Noble 8. They're not all under me by no means. But <clears throat> American Liberties and the guy that enrolled me, who is the tech of uh, Noble 8, uh, which, you know, I'm real high in, in, in the company, which is great. Uh, and, it's, and it's great for all of us because... Uh, the guy that sponsored me was sponsored by the two owners, or two of the three owners, uh, Coach Blaine and Mark, and it's going to be a phenomenal. And for those who have not watched the video or seen the 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 two-part video system, and if you're interested, please let me know, and uh, because I have a couple people on this call and a couple other people that I'm getting together, and I will send you their links as well as Dave Merlin's link. And um, because I want to help uh, a lot of the people that are willing to make, to go, to do what needs to be done to get to get this out there. And, uh, and with the money that we raise, um, you know, I want to do uh, send out educational material throughout the entire population of the United States. Now, that sounds like a far-reach, out-of-line uh, goal, you know, because it's going to cost a lot of money, and granted, it is. But once you understand what we have here in Noble 8, it's going to be easily obtainable. Is it going to take work? Yes. Now, is it going to just take, you know, network marketing type work? No. We have a system. And if everybody follows the system, the system is going to create an, uh, a machine 
much like McDonald's. I mean, you got McDonald's around the world, and who runs it? Teenagers, okay? Because teenagers learn how to follow the system, and they must follow the system from the hamburgers going on the grill, getting right out the window, uh, from the people taking the money from the cash uh, to the cash register. It's a, a system. If you work at one McDonald's, you can work at the McDonald's anywhere in the in the world. Well, we have a system, an eight-step system that anybody can learn. A teenager, a guy, you know, my age at 71. And I tell you, following a system makes everything work like an oiled machine. And so I really want to invite the people that want to make a difference. And when I say make a difference, not only what American liberties, when I say American liberties, for the very reason you're on this call, we want to make a difference on how it turns out for people going to court, for people that are getting tax liens, for people going to tax court. We need to we need to actually start a movement, if you will. I mean, an actual movement. And what is it going to take? It's going to take people with a belief. It's going to take people that have a goal. That is going to, it's going to take people that believed in the basic of this country, what this country stands on. You know, like um, the Constitution is one thing, but the Declaration of Independence is another. And what a great time to talk about the Declaration of Independence when you have the 4th of July coming in. And, you know, the Founding Fathers created a system. We got off the system, the people, what I'm talking about. The people got off the system and let other people run the system, and look what happened. We need to get the system back in our control. And the only way to do it is for like-minded people that are are have a lot of faith, a lot of belief, and the will to enact that belief and their faith. Okay, so I know you. I know some people may think, well, you know, Jackie, you, you know, you're getting really nuts here. Yes, I am. I'm nuts about this country, and I am nuts about my family when I leave. That, that they have that hopefully I can leave something that they can believe in and enjoy with my you know my grandkids can enjoy the life that I'd enjoyed as growing up and um, so we just we just need people that have a belief and uh, so contact me if if you want more information AmericanLiberties.llc at gmail.com because my my ultimate goal is to fight and uh, the corrupt uh, uh, injustice or well the the injustice is not corrupt because it's that that's why we don't have that's why we don't have it it's injustice but um, but what I'm trying to say is that we have eight pillars. Of causes, we got humanitarian causes, uh, disabled heroes, uh, the innocent victims, which is a lot of us are on this call. We're innocent, and and we need to fight the judicial 
injustice. We, we have a program that's fighting social injustice. And then we have animal abuse, youth programs, health breakthroughs, disaster relief, central funds, and Noble 8 as a whole has nothing to do with what I'm talking about on this call per se. However, it's up to it's up if 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 I want it to be it's up to me if if you want it to be it is up to you to get what you want out of life and we have a lot of people here to help me and and you know I got over well I'm not going to get into all that but I just what I do want to do is get the people that that do want to make a change and if you think I'm crazy don't bother with it. You know, I'm not, I don't need to drag you to the finish line. But on the other hand, if you do have a belief and you want to get something done and it needs to get done, we have, we're, we're going to be building a team around the world. Now, the around the world, they don't need to know what we're doing as, as far as the people on this call because all we need to do is focus on what, what they want, help get them what they want, and you'll get everything you want out of life. And that's my goal, folks, okay? Plain and simple, cut and dry. We have a vehicle, and that's all it is. When you drive your car to the courthouse, it has nothing to do with what you're arguing in the courthouse about. Noble 8 has nothing to do with what we're arguing about. But it is a vehicle to fund all the stuff that we need to do. So with that being said, please hold and let me get David on the line. I'll be right back. Okay, so I, I said everything I had to say, and uh, now I'd like to end for the people that are relatively new on the call. Um, I want to tell you that David Mer Maryland is a gentleman that I, uh, did I say gentleman? Yeah, a, a gentleman that I met about 10 years ago that um, come to find out he's not always so gentle, <laughs> and, uh, but he, he, he's on point. And everything that he talks about, his arguments are dead on target because when when they're making a claim, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be backed up by statute. It's got to be backed up by congressional, uh, you know, authority and everything else. And what the executive branch tries to do is they try to create their own authority and, and put it on you. And when you read the criminal complaint that both went to Congress and then went to uh, POTUS, President of the United States of uh, President of the United States, you'll see that he has an argument is dead on. I mean, it it hits the nail and it drives it home. And um, and and we've got several people now that are joining the criminal complaint. We need hundreds more. And and pursuant to my uh, 
statements earlier, we're going to make that happen, okay? Come hell or high water, we are going to make that happen. So with that being said, I'd like to introduce David Maryland, who is the author of, of these books and materials that you will find at we. V as in Victor, gov as in government, gov dot com. And with that, David, are you on? Yeah. Take it away, please. Okay, welcome everybody to the American Liberties Call. My name is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do. On a planet far, far away where the law matters, it doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Got a boatload of proof. Uh, of that today, it's uh, June 27th, 2018. <clears throat> the uh, 7th Circuit has decided what style, uh, what form it would use when wiping itself with the law. And uh, they chose a, uh, you know what a crotch dive is? You ever see the movie Ensign Pulver, where uh, you put your hands together on top of your head, pointed straight up, and your elbows out, and your knees spread out and bent, and dive head first into the water? And uh, the Seventh Circuit did that off the high dive. These arguments are outlandish theories. That's what they are. They're outlandish theories, but we can't talk about any of the provision. Oh, okay. That's all. <laughs> now, the good thing about this is, they says you, you raised a frivolous appeal. That means they've decided the issues on the merits. They didn't say, well, you didn't raise your issues in tax court, so you can't raise them here. He reserved them for appeal in tax court, and that was good enough to get them heard by the Seventh Circuit. And when the Seventh Circuit Court heard the issues, they said, this is a frivolous appeal. Outlandish theories. After the best tax attorney in the galaxy, Richard E. Zuckerman, uh, Deputy Assistant U.S. Attorney. What the hell was his title? Um, let's see, I want to get his name. I, I don't know why I can't lock his title into my memory. Uh, here it is. Uh, Richard E. Zuckerman, Principal Deputy Assistant Attorney General. Uh, the brief, it's in the uh, 30th anniversary video on my YouTube channel. Uh, very easy to find here. Let me give you the link directly in the chat the uh, the brief is reviewed in the 30th anniversary video on my youtube channel and the brief kicks richard zuckerman's ass uh just beat the hell out of him with just the tax code and the uh, opposing brief from the government, they didn't even mention controlling provisions, and they win. 
because every statute that contradicts the government is a uh, an outlandish theory. I've never heard them say that before about these arguments. Frivolous, without merit, thorn in the side of the judiciary. I've never heard outlandish theory before. So uh, you don't pay the government because of the law. You pay the government because of the judges. Uh, it's it's complete now. The 30th anniversary video predicted a loss, but when you look at the briefs, you see the government can't even argue it. Out in the cold, and they knew the court was the place to come to do this, because every judge is as corrupt as the day is long. And uh, I'm simply, I'm not going to take it, you know from a servant that looks right at these arguments, the way I've got them briefed, it's obvious they're dead on using just tax law, only to be called outlandish and threatened with $4,000 in penalties for filing a frivolous appeal. There's nothing on the Seventh Circuit that would indicate these are frivolous arguments. What happened about my right to fair notice and warning that I'm about to break the law? That doesn't matter to them either. They're judges. Nothing matters to a judge. They're crime lords, and until you do something about it, they're going to stay crime lords. It's not my problem. I'm leaving. And I'll let the American figure this one out. Uh, The single most concise and well-considered arguments concerning IRS statutory authority. And this is what you get because every judge is as corrupt as the day is long. Penalties. How am I supposed to know that it's frivolous? You got a 22-pound stack of rice paper. I did my best. And you penalize me for doing my best? Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Justice Kennedy is retiring. And uh, that's just great news. And uh, Ginsburg is probably next. And that's great news. Um, Serpico asks, what would be the next step if someone paid the $4,000? Then what can they do? you got to appeal to the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court doesn't hear it, you pay the penalties. And there's nothing you can do. Unless you want to protect yourself against these felony violations of the law, mail fraud, He didn't do anything frivolous. They're abusing their authority to get his money through the mail. That's mail fraud. That's a felony. So uh, it's the point to which they drive you every single time. It's why I don't do civil. You're looking right at it. This is what they do. Nothing matters except your money. The law is last. Now that it's finally used in a way the government can't even refute, yeah, now we won't even consider the law. How did Section 83 operate in your 
and you'll get penalized for asking. <laughs> it's something else. Now, um, the next step is a Supreme Court petition that ought to be pretty simple. And uh, then um, start a U.S. District Court action, probably in Orlando, Florida. And it's just the same exercising futility. I don't know how long I really want to even do this, you know. Another trip to the Supreme Court from an original action U.S. District Court. Be two years from now. Screw it. <laughs> I'm not even going to be here. So um, it's just not my battle. It's not my country. And uh, I don't want anything to do with it. So, so anyway, um, what kind of theories did I say? Outlandish theories. It's something else, man. My my blood pressure went through the roof over this order. And this is Seventh Circuit, docket number seventeen dash three three four eight. So, yep. I don't have much to say about it beyond that. Uh, just every judge. And uh, what you really have to do is make a big deal out of it. I'm done making a big deal out of it. I Look at all this litigation I just handled. Uh, it wears on you. It's a constant. And I'm through with it get you nothing and we've just proven it again with multiple trips to the supreme court different venues everywhere and only evasion when you're arguing the right provisions if you were wrong about a statute they'd come out and tell you how when you're right about one <laughs> you can't have it because every judge and so you really need to go out and uh get on every blog and chat room and conference call and and make sure everybody knows that uh, you got to keep every judge away from the children, man. They're, every one of them is corrupt to the core. So that's all we got out of this exercise in uh, futility, litigation against the government in America. It's always a waste of time. There's no such thing as legal advice. That's what's allowed under the law. You always have to ask what the judges will allow because they own you. You can't have the law. So um, I'm going into the pursuit of um, writing pardons for several people that I know to be innocent but convicted and see if I could do some good on that front. Um, but this uh, tax litigation is such BS that, you know, uh, I got to move on. So, yeah, and uh, our Independence Day. Uh, when you look at all this 
and you watch the Americans celebrate the 4th of July, you know, it, it just leaves a real bad taste in my mouth about having all this information about what your relationship is with government. Nobody even wants to learn it. And then they go out and make fools of themselves on the 4th of July while the world is watching, saying, you've corrupted the planet and you're celebrating? Hey, Chris, Washington State has a question. Okay. Let me uh, get on down to Washington State. Okay, there you go. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm thrilled because uh, one of the important issues that I've learned is the element of truth. Uh, I've worked with Dr. David R. Hawkins' work with many for many years now, and I really respect his work. And he stated that once the truth gets out, it changes everything. One thing I noticed that was myself being brought down by all everybody, all these people yelling and screaming about what the government is doing, etc. They've been doing this crap since at least uh, 1812, and I understand, and, and it all has to do with treason. So once the truth is out, well, it changes everything. i got to hand it to you, Mr. Merlin. I'm really impressed with the fact that you've really stood up the way that you have, and you have brought the truth out uh, the way that you have. And these these rats are scurrying around like, fuck. I mean, like, running like flies on shit, you know? And I'm just delighted yeah. to know that this truth stuff is coming out, and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna release my negative energy that I have for what they're doing, and I'm gonna stick with the truth and the energy of the truth because I think that is much more positive. Uh, it's the best tool to use when it when the law protects you. We've got an entire history, volume after volume of Supreme Court cases that say the law is first. And regardless of the consequences, we have to follow the law. And then you finally use the law against them. It's a lot better platform than a theory, like I'm a non-resident alien or something. Uh, But you see it gets you nowhere because you're right to the point where uh, they'll just throw you in prison if you make too big a noise. They don't need the law to do it. And uh, I've gotten to the point where the the law does protect us. Everybody knows it. You can see it. And as far as the truth getting out, uh, this is my 1994 treatise. The truth has been out for a long time. Nobody's interested in this. And look what well, I'm able to do with it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'll I tell you one thing. Uh, since BS leads to BS and the fact that everything that we think of, it takes our energy, these guys, are get, these rats are getting exhausted. Well, people need to be more firm, too, though. The people are really blowing it, and it's a matter of uh, all you got to do is learn a couple arguments and learn how to state them in a single sentence, and bingo. you got the right to arrest any taxing authority. Yeah. To well, just be able to tell them, don't send me anything. It's mail fraud. I'll arrest you. And tell them well, how they're violating the law. They can't deny it you're way closer to a standoff than you were when you're saying, show me the law type crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's 870, 876, uh, uh, threatening mail and mail fraud. Well, you said 1341 was mail fraud. Uh, let me think. 
Isn't it also another? Doesn't it, it also cover another issue on thirteen forty one? Eight seventy two is extortion. Thirteen forty three is wire fraud. There's a list of criminal statutes on wevgov.com. Federal yeah, criminal statutes. Yeah. Click on that link. Hey, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for the kind words. Good, thank you. Okay. So, yeah, getting the word out, the, the truth, um, Americans aren't interested. <laughs> Look at all I'm able to do, and the entire movement doesn't even want to know. Uh, it's not a move. They can't move. They don't even want to know the law. They aren't interested in Section 83. It explains how to tax the workforce. And then they go out and tell people they actually know something. It's something else. And... uh uh, it's going to be great to be out of it. And I think we're looking at only, you know, three or four months maybe. I can leave this occupation behind. So, uh, Noble 8, uh, they finally, <laughs> they've got it together. Everything's done. And they're moving. Pretty soon they'll be able to accept payments, probably within a few days. And then we're off and running. Right, Chris? Yes, sir. That's that's it. We um, we expected to be already <coughs> off and running this this week, but maybe well, you know it could be tomorrow. It could be tonight. We don't know. We're waiting. Okay. So anyway, um, that's the direction everything's going is away from this, and then I am going to have my the government's going to get its reputation from me. And uh, uh, I'm going to wipe myself with America in my writings from here on out. Um, Who would want to live in America knowing that the government is not a strict cop? It's a carjacker. There's nothing legitimate about the revenue the government gets from us. State and federal income tax, Social Security, Motor Vehicle Code. And you present the law in a fashion as competently as I do it, and they penalize you. Oh, really, servant? How many servants are there, and how many of us are there? That's where they're pushing all of this. So that's up to the American. You have to grow a pair. You have to learn how to read, learn how to type, engage government. Uh, I've given you the bottom lines on the three big illegal revenue streams. So assert those bottom lines, research your motor vehicle code in your state, and uh, engage. I'm not going to be around. So someone has to do it. And you know there's no attorneys out there that will. So, uh, and for as far away from being able to do that as you might feel you are, you have the movement to blame for it. They've been bad-mouthing me, belittling me, uh, discrediting me illegitimately uh, since 1993, They aren't interested. They get nowhere, but they plug the atmosphere with their crap 
that's not well researched. And I got to tell you, I think it's the uh, the Lowell B Craft freebies video on YouTube that'll tell you how to download the freebies for uh, that episode I did on Lowell B Craft program. One of them is oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh. It's a publication from Judge Dale, and he cites three cases called United States versus Bond, as if they were one case. They're three different cases, and he says, based on these three cases, an individual personal sovereignty in the state and the government can't talk to you without, because the corporation, all the rest of this great patriot movement crap based on these three cases bond versus u.s they're three totally different cases and none of them say anything like that those are the people that are throwing stones at me they're still citing lucas versus earl so uh, for as long as it took you to find my information and that sea of crap out there, that's what has stood in my way mostly uh, or in largest part uh, for getting the word out. Nobody's interested. And I'll tell you what, uh, this Seventh Circuit litigant and Chris on the 11th, and Karen on the ninth. Uh, I'll bet you they've cut down 99% of any likelihood that they would experience criminal investigation or charges in the future uh, compared to when they started their filing of these arguments on appeal uh, compared with afterward. So... Uh, which is all I say realistically you're, you can uh, attempt and probably accomplish if you're using just the law. You look at how vigorous we are with it in this approach, and uh, I think the odds are great in their favor that they won't experience uh, criminal action or investigation. And that's something. But the law is officially a secret. You'll see it on the federal income taxation page of wevgov.com. That easy, right there. Those provisions, they're a secret. Um, my website is a tax protester website. And uh, um, God, I keep wanting to say harebrained. What kind of theories did he say these were? Um not harebrained, but uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to not harebrained. Um, well, you well, you're looking that up and thinking about it. I just want I just want to input that you know I use uh, for the new callers on here. I use David's material. When I went in front of a grand jury when they were trying to indict me back in 2006 and seven, and when I went in front of the grand jury, I went with David 
the criminal complaint that I joined that went to Congress, and it has an excellent, excellent 58-page memorandum of law, and it's and that everybody should read and study. And when I presented it to the grand jury, I gave them the questions that I wanted answered because I was relying on the law, and they and they weren't you know giving me the law. They weren't you know answering me. And I said, so you know, since I can't get a, get the answer here, give it to them, and and you get the answer. And if and if they don't answer you when when I'm interpreting the law, and they're not, then here's a list of crimes I want you to go after them. The uh, the DOJ sent me home, and I haven't heard back from them since. These uh. Arguments are called outlandish theories by the Seventh Circuit. And uh, the way they um, depicted his posture is really obscene. Um, Let's see. Mr. Orth failed to file tax returns for two years because he believes the law justifies his non-payment. No, he believes the law doesn't reach him when it taxes gross income justifies his non-payment. That sounds like uh, a um, justifies his non-payment. It sounds like an exemption. This is not about an exemption. It's about whether or not the law even reaches Americans or the fair market value of labor. He petitioned the United States Tax Court for redetermination of tax deficiencies in addition to the tax assessed by the Commissioner of Internal Revenue, but elected to reserve for appeal his outlandish theories challenging the legality of the tax code. He didn't challenge the legality of the tax code. He said the law is perfect. He's challenging the legality of the assessment. His restraint was strategic. He knew that tax court often imposes penalties on litigants who assert the frivolous tax protester arguments that Orth now presents for review. See, it's a tax protester argument to say, if I'm a citizen of the United States, I'm obviously excluded from Chapter 21, FICA, in that definition of citizen in 3121E. That's a tax protester argument. Because every judge rapes every... You get the picture. Um, Let's see. So anyway, uh, he insists he's not a tax protester. Well... All he argued was statute uh, rife with tax protester arguments that this court and other courts have repeatedly deemed frivolous. Yeah, you can call them frivolous. We're complaining that you never offer an interpretation that proves it's frivolous. They have no alternative uh, interpretation, and all they're doing is throwing around their weight because the best tax attorney in the galaxy got his ass kicked. Watch the 30th anniversary video on my YouTube channel. There's the exchange of briefs right there in that video. And they want to penalize him $4,000 when his arguments aren't even on the IRS's frivolous argument list and they've had 25 years to put them there. Yeah, this thing, it really pisses me off. It really really does. So, 
um, you see what it gets you. And so what you have to do is now go out and campaign saying, uh, boycott the 4th of July. America has no court. Boycott the 4th of July. Every judge is corrupt. Boycott the 4th of July. And uh, make what the judges do rub off on them for a change. You got the ignorant American out there you have to impress. That means they have to undergo a learning curve. Uh, Luckily, I've shortened it. Uh, How did Section 83 operate last year when you filed a tax return with the IRS? Well, the government can't even say how it operated. They're violating it. They can't even deny it. Boycott the 4th of July. We have no courts. And you have to make it rub off on the judges. So, and the solution, the only solution that will ever happen is they'll look at what the IRS does and how much money it collects and say, rewrite the law to say the IRS should act that way and it should collect that money because we don't have a law right now that says that. And they'll just legitimize the revenue stream while the ignorance of the American drowns out everybody else that had a clue. How's that for a summary? There it is, all right in one spot. And uh, I I curse every 4th of July that I have to be in America. I have to go. And and look at this litigation. What did I tell you that would happen at the beginning? Don't do it unless you're going all the way to the Supreme Court. We went all the way to the Supreme Court. I told you, you can't have the law. A thief will never admit they're stealing. The best you can do is prevent an indictment. And here we are at the end of all of it. Yeah, exactly as I said, because I've been here before. I know the foe. And no one in the movement or even close to the movement could have done any of this. So uh, you got the chance to, to hear me speak what you may have deemed to be arrogantly. And now I've proven that it wasn't arrogant. I'm as confident as I should be. And I just proved that I walked the walk. So, and against the best tax attorneys in the galaxy. Or you can go with a movement and stay stupid. (laughs) LT Oates is on the call. Um, He subscribed to the Codebreaker outlandish theories and shut down the IRS's criminal investigation. (laughs) It was so outlandish. Chris went before a grand jury January of 07. And these arguments were so outlandish that the grand jury did not indict him. Yeah, so outlandish. So uh, anyway, you have to decide what to do with the judges. They're obviously a problem. They're a major link in the chain around your neck. So, well, hey, uh, if we got a couple questions, let's take those. And uh, if not, uh, let's mosey down the road, Chris, call it a night. Okay, well, I just want to add something that, you know, when I said that the DOJ sent me home and I never heard back from them, uh, that was entirely not explicitly accurate um, because after he sent me home that day 
he lied to the judge and said that I refused to do the exemplars that I agreed to once I I testified before the grand jury. But I left it in a question that he he failed to answer. So because he couldn't answer it, he sent me home because he needed some time to think, well, what am I going to do now? So he lies to the judge, tells the judge that I refused to do the exemplars, and and the reason I'm telling you this, what to do with judges. When you join the joiner, <coughs> excuse me. When I'll be right back. When you join the complaint, you're going on record with the uh good faith understanding of the law that you saw in the James Back trial memorandum. Uh, A good faith misunderstanding of the law, even if unreasonable, absolves you of criminal intent or willfulness. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, and so when you join it, you want to send your affidavit of joiner to all the district judges in your area because you don't know if you're going to be going in front of them or not. So because and I did that, and in fact when I when I joined I I sent it to the governor I sent it to the DOJ over in Tampa that handles the Central Florida area and you know and I sent it to everybody and their mother if I thought it was applicable. So when I got in front of the ju- when the judge had me in front and I questioned the the agent right on the witness stand and couldn't answer any of the questions. And in fact, the judge kept jumping in, you know, uh, 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 deliberately getting me off point and to move on. And I, I kept objecting. And then at the end, the judge uh, had, had me, you know, was making a final decision that I will come back and do the exemplars. And I said, Judge, I find it interesting. On two different occasions, I sent you a copy of the criminal complaint that I joined and, and, and sent to, uh, to, to Congress, and you seem to ignore that, but become a, a complicit to the criminal activity. And I pointed to the individuals behind me, the DOJ and, and the agent. You seem to be complicit to their criminal activity. She, she, didn't, know what to, <laughs> she didn't know what the heck to say. Because they're used to people, oh, God, I don't want to piss the judge off. The judge is going to get mad at me. Well, you know, it doesn't matter at this point. They're, they're, they're there to rob you. They're there to steal you, to ruin your life, your family's life. They already, in, in fact, she, she put a guy in jail and, and, the, and his wife in jail, um, just have you know a couple months before I went there, and she made a point to tell me she knew I knew them. This now you're talking about bias. Bias and fairness are not in the same room here, okay? And and then after I made that statement to her, she turned to her computer. There was a moment of silence, and she said, "You can handle that in June." Now, I didn't think about this at the time, but David brought brought it up uh, uh, previously on a call. I wasn't even indicted yet. 
support for June. Now, you're talking about a system, as I was talking about earlier. They have a system that you got to throw a wrench in in their gears to make it stop. And and I, you know, there's no guarantees in life, but you know, joining this complaint has helped a lot, a lot of people. And there's no way of telling because you never know, because they don't let many people that have joined the criminal complaint get up in front of the grand jury anymore. And you, and you can understand why. So I did the exemplars. I came back the next day. I said, hey, judge, under threat, duress, and fear of going to jail, is there anything else you'll have me to do? And and with that, you know, I told her I, I needed it in writing. You know, I ain't, I ain't coming back unless I get it in writing. She faxed it to me at at home that night. And interesting, and this is an important fact here, I think. Interesting enough, I got that at at about 5.30 that night, 6.30 that night. And this said that I appeared in the court at 11 o'clock. And, and at 11 o'clock, I said this, and she said that, and she said, you know, bop, 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 bop. And the time stamp on that, was 5.30 a.m. that morning. Now, you know, that timestamp is very crucial because I wasn't there at 5.30 in the morning. I was there at 11 or 10 or 10 or 11 that day. So, you know, that was, that was a, you know, that was already reversible right then and there. So I went in the, uh, you know, I did the exemplars, and now you know the rest of the story. So it's important about that criminal complaint. So let's open it up. Hey, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I wanted to get back to Serpico's question again. What would be the next step if someone paid the $4,000? Then what can they do? Um, think, Think to yourself. Do they even have a good argument in their own defense if you called it mail fraud? But how did the law operate in your conclusion that my argument is wrong? And so uh, they can't do their jobs. They will not give you an interpretation. They just throw fines around through the mail. Personally, if they did this to me, uh, I would confront them about citizen's arrest. I'd, I'd go to their, their courtroom, and as soon as the hearing's over and they're, they're going away from the bench, I'd interrupt them. And I'd say, when's a good time to arrest you? You committed mail fraud against me. And any objection goes right to the question. How did the law operate in your conclusion? My appeal was frivolous. They can't. The law is just fine. It protects us. And so uh, they think they have all the authority and that we have none. And they're wrong. Reasonable suspicion that a felony has been committed equates to the right to arrest the felon And I would direct your attention, uh, other property is in um, Indiana, 
Indiana Code 35-33-1-4A, any person may arrest any other person if the person's committed a felony in his presence. Uh, or a felony's been committed and he has probable cause to believe that the other person has committed that felony. Okay. Seventh Circuit is in Chicago. Illinois compiled statutes 107-3, arrest by a private person. Any person may arrest another when he has reasonable grounds to believe that an offense other than an ordinance violation is being committed. So um, that's what I would do. I'd say, well, you can't deny a word of it. Uh, am I supposed to just be your punching bag out here to commit mail fraud and extortion again? I have all these rights. I'm not inclined to forget them. So uh, to each his own, I don't do civil because it always ends up at exactly this place, just as everybody has always heard me teach. And now uh, we just did a thorough exercise in exactly that. Uh, South Dakota twice, South Carolina twice, Kentucky twice. 7th, 9th, and 11th circuits, two in the Supreme Court that have been rejected now. Um, Illinois statute, hang on there a second. Illinois statute, uh, 107-3. It's 725-ILCS. Here, I'll paste this into the chat. Here comes Serpico. Dave, the Ninth Circuit hasn't been rejected yet, has it? The uh, the Supreme Court? Um, Yeah, I think Karen was rejected. Oh. I'm not even keeping track. Uh, I told her to expect the same. They're identical petitions. And so there's no reason uh, to reject one and hear the other. Of course, but it's only America. Okay. So, all right. Is there? Uh, is, does anybody have any questions, comments, or statements? Uh, if you're on the telephone, which I got everybody on the phone blocked out, uh, raise your hand by hitting star eight. If you uh, if your chat line, okay. Here we got Diane. Okay, go ahead, Diane. I know you hate me. You know, I just, and maybe I'm wrong because you keep telling me. We, I mean, I know you got a good premise on everything, and I agree with everything you're saying. I've looked into everything you said, but do do you have to go to their court? What court would you? Well, go? I mean, I would. I mean, doesn't the Seventh Amendment give us a trial by jury of our peers? Well, we talked about that. That's, in the last yeah, call. but I, I guess I don't understand then. I guess I'm confused. That's in a criminal. That's in a criminal case, okay? Uh-huh. And this is all civil. They're after money. They're not after liberty. So this is civil, and you don't get a jury. You're the plaintiff when you go to tax court. That means the burden of proof is on you. Uh-huh. I met the burden of proof. The law is perfect. And here we see what the judges do to make sure the status quo is preserved, despite the fact it's racketeering. Okay. Okay. 
All right. And, I got you. And they force you they force you to where you have to defend yourself and that means citizens arrest. You know, if you penalize me, all I've argued is the law. You can't even refute it. You penalize me, that's mail fraud. I'll arrest you. Right. Don't try it. Okay. It's the only thing that'll impress them. Okay. I guess I didn't know the difference between civil and criminal, I guess. Diane, why don't you give me a call tomorrow? I know somebody it, it talks about that, about doing it, but he's had no success. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you why, and I don't want to burden the other little. Okay, okay, okay. I was just thinking if everybody keeps going down this path, and even though you're right, you're still wrong to them. I didn't know if there was a different avenue, you know, like for me to turn around and put a suit on them and my case, so to speak. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're not wrong to them. You're right to them, and they hate that. So it's not that they it's not that they view my interpretation as incorrect or they disclose exactly why I'm incorrect. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. just frivolous because you can't have your money when the government's after it. All right, all right. Okay, but yeah. thank you. Okay. Uh, you know, I I just like 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 to add when you you know what you see in the news right now about the Democrats and the Republicans and all that. They you know the they argue things that do not exist but argue as if it does exist and and that's what they do they 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 don't hear what you're saying they answer things that they're hearing but nobody else is hearing you know it's like a little bird in their head you know anyhow okay here washington state the other washington state go ahead hi dave and chris this is don gron here in seattle Doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. And just want to say that Dave is doing very good and, and batting a thousand almost here. I think with, with your approach that has been working since I've known you, Dave, and it's only been what twenty some odd years. And and, and so I just want to tell the, the people here that uh, Dave is a, a wonder to behold with a, a legal mind and, and just as sharp as attack and, and has got the right angle and essentially. Put the burden of proof back on them that they can't handle it because they don't, they ain't got it, and so it's just uh, the law and questioning the law, and it works for Dave and it's working for me and I'm helping people, and it's really a wonder to have uh, cases get shut down and everything else just by uh, insisting on their using their own dang laws. <laughs> so uh, keep it up, Dave. I mean, uh, you, you've done enough uh, already, so you probably deserve retirement, but. We sure love you, and you've done the best for a lot of people. So our praises and our hats are off to you here. So thanks. thanks, Don. Thank you, Don. Okay, we got Maine. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Maine. Well, I hate to waste your time with such a, uh, a silly thought, but, you know, it seems hey, thank like... you. Bye. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no. ahead. <laughs> uh, well, Chris... Well, Dave, I just kind of wondered, whenever WikiLeaks effort, you know, exposes uh, government, you know, corruption or something, people always take notice. And I'm just surprised, you know, the IRS and the Treasury, Treasury Department tax court, I mean, it, that's it's corruption. And, and I'm just surprised that it hasn't been exposed on the, on the Julia Assange level, you know. I, I hate to waste your time with that, and uh, I just wanted your thoughts on that. Well, well, it it, re- it requires it requires a certain 
learning curve uh, be undergone, and also everybody probably on the planet, they hear the word law and they turn their brain off. They don't want to know anything about it. And you're never taught anything about it in school. It's, it's obvious. It's for this reason, to keep you out of it. And they know that as soon as you mention the word law, it means handcuffs, pistols, pissed off public servants. And, and so people turn away from it. They're not interested in this. I can't sell it. And and I think, so, you know, information can go around the world in a matter of seconds. And yet it can go through a thick skull in a matter of years. And and um and it's all about promotion. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the call. Um I'm we're working out some plans. I mean when I say we, not necessarily Dave and I, but some others. We're working out plans to get this promoted, to get into every home, every uh, every accountant's hands, and as well as Congress and as well as lawyers, and but the people need to be educated, and and uh, so enough said about that. I don't. I've, I've already said it. I I will be having additional calls regarding that, and uh, and I'll let everybody know. But thank you, Maine. Thank you. Okay, um, is there any other? Uh, now is the time. And and the answer to your uh, uh, question there, um, found uh, other property, is um, about uh, about what I sent to the judge. Let me let me get that question out. I uh, sent the criminal come. Yes. I sent a criminal complaint along with the certified joinder and um the uh and, and the cover letter is here here is a complaint that you know what I did and I, and it's important I think to tell everybody, what I did is I got you know, like there was like I forget like twelve or fifteen judges at the time and I and I wrapped them individually enveloped and and all together in one package, and I sent it to the clerk of the court. Because who else is to send it to? That's the clerk's job. And and it was a cover letter, and I don't have it anymore, but it was a cover letter, something along the lines, here, this is to be distributed among all the judges whose names appear on, on each and every envelope. And this is a, a criminal complaint that was filed to Congress uh, you know, pursuant to Title 18, Section 4. Thank you very much. And that was it. I mean, it wasn't, you know, uh, have a blessed day or anything like this. And um, so that's what I did. And um, uh, so I hope that answered your question. All right. Um, is there any other questions, comments, or statements? Thanks for all the kind words, everybody. Sean33 has his hand up. Okay, let's see where that is. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Well, wait a minute. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I've been trying to figure out how to get in here. I didn't want to get tossed out of here. I 
I do have a question that I've been following Dave's work and everything. And it, at first, people may not think it was big, but I thought it was. Uh, when I was watching your videos, you mentioned um, uh, states because being uh, are excluded becoming a part of the union. What, what statute was that? I, I could not find it. Um, I don't recall the reference. You need to be more specific. Um, like uh, you were talking about how Hawaii and Alaska became a state and they were excluded from, oh, I can't remember the numbers. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. it was, yeah, it was uh, 7701A has a bunch of definitions. And it has the definition of state and United States. Um, and when Alaska and Hawaii became state, Congress expressly excluded them from that definition. That's downright curious, isn't it? Yeah, but I was curious about uh, if all states are excluded when they become uh, a part of the uh, United States or the state of the Union. Oh, oh yeah, the, the Union. Yeah, and all, but all, all this is is a little note in a much bigger argument uh, that Social Security is a real curiosity. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to look at that and say it doesn't apply in the 50 states. And this is just one little scrap of info uh, relative to that. Okay, I really appreciate but it, gentlemen. Get, okay, but Sean... Don't get, oh, go ahead. don't get hung up on it. It's just a little factoid, but you'll find oh. it in the uh, argument, uh, the first argument in the 58-page uh, memorandum. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I, I have sent out an email a while back, uh, about probably a year ago now, describing the time lapse on how the code in, in 1954 changed the, you know, had the definition of state and the United States, and then a time lapse when, in 1959, I think one was in the early part of 59, the other one was in August, that the uh, territories were changed to uh, the District of Columbia, and territory was totally taken out. So um, so anyhow, that's a, uh, that was a good question, but like Dave said, it, it, it's a, a flea on, on, on a big bear. Okay, um, is there any other comments, questions, or statements? If you're on the phone, raise your hand by hitting star eight. And if not, I believe that's it. Hey, my website is wevgov.com. My YouTube channel is Take From Caesar. And I'll be on the air here on TalkShoe Saturday at noon Pacific on 59615. 59615. No confidence. Take care, everybody. Thanks again. Okay. And, every, and anybody who does go to wevgov.com, and if you're not on my email list, uh, up there in the left-hand corner, there's a link there that says join email, uh, American Liberties uh, email. And you can go ahead and click on that and subscribe. You'll get a you'll get a uh, 
an acknowledgement and a confirmation uh, link, and there you go. So with that being said, God bless America. This call is now officially over. Thank you very much. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.